We are immortals, born in the cradle of civilization to tribes that no longer exist. We are not alone. There are others like us. Some strong. Some weak. For centuries we have fought and conquered, and the world has come to fear our names. We cannot die, unless you take our heads, and with it, our power. We are death on horseback. Bringers of darkness. The Four Horsemen. In the end, there can be only us. In every drug known to man, welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Amon. What was the best drug, Keith? Uh, rank the drugs. Rank the drugs. Love. Ooh, oh, love is love the best. and other drugs. There, yes. There's there's a whole song about that, right? Yeah. Love is the drug. For, so for me. me. That's right. <laughs> Just for me. It's, if it's not for you. Fine. That's fine. But it's the drug for me. You know, some people like vanilla, some people like cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Oxycondone? Cotton? What sure. is it? Oxycontin? For some reason, I have it in my head that it's oxycondone. I think it's oxy, oxycodone. It would oxycodone. Be how it's, how it's written. written. Uh, cotton. Yeah, cotton. Cotton. Yeah. The That's Battle of Culloden. Yeah, the Battle, the battle of, of Oxycodon. <laughs> well, here we are. Billy heroin. There we are. <laughs> Any drugs the Billies take is a drug I like. All right. All right, we're back, everybody. <laughs> yes. Where we are in 2020, kicking off the new year with the second season of the Big Finish audio series. You demanded it. <laughs> we're providing <laughs> That's it. That's right. Yeah, I was saying, did anyone demand this? It's the number one request we've received was covering all the <laughs> Big Finish audio stories. That's right. When I'd be in a bar mm. and somebody would ask, oh, like, what are you doing? I'd mention the podcast. they would be like, oh, are you covering the Big Finish series? Right. I'd be like, I guess. I guess I we guess have to. Have everyone's to. everyone's clamoring demand. for it. Oh, Highlander, my favorite. Are you going to cover the uh, Big Finish audio series? There are tens of us who want to hear it. Yeah. Right. And I'd be like, stop asking me. <laughs> So this week, we're going to be talking about uh, Season 2, Episode 1, Brothers. But of course, before we get into that, we can't start an episode without playing the catalog game. Ooh. We are brothers! That's right. <laughs> uh, so the way the game works is I'm going to read an uh, item description out of the Highlander catalog, and Eamon and Kyle are going to try to guess how much that item might cost. Uh, and whoever gets closest within 20% of the actual price gets to give their opinion first at the end of the episode. And if they're outside that 20% window, I get to give my opinion. Woo! Woo! Wow, the, the, stakes, the stakes are, are high. The stakes are so high. I've been Sky thinking that, like, high. there needs to be some other ramification. Actually, we've, we've modified this game once, thanks to the Gordon rules. Should thank you, be? Gordon. Yes, thank you, Gordon. Gordon's. Gordon's uh, alive. <laughs> but maybe it should be modified again uh, to incorporate, like, so, I don't know, can this affect the game or something? Like, you get a, a point advantage in the game? Like, I do feel like the stakes are low. Like, you just get to talk first. Uh, I don't know. If, the stake, I mean, how, how high can the stakes theoretically get? In a podcast I, talking about a 20-year-old franchise <laughs> in which we're reading about... I have a stake. Oh, yeah? yeah? 
Tell us about it. Are the people that lose have to put their hand on a hot stove? Oh, okay. Oh, so you just cook your hand a little bit? Yep. All right. So that's a steak. Yeah. That cook means- your hand like steak. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A <laughs> mm, little garlic, a little mm, butter. Delicious. Mm, delicious hand. All right. Well, <laughs> does the game that you designed for this very episode... No. I mean, we could be used. We could give a point for it. The game that you designed. Yes. We, how about we'll, we'll, we'll do a little beta test here. Whoever wins this will also get one point. How's Ooh, that sound? I like it. All right. All right. Except I'm not a beta. I'm an alpha. All right. That's true. <laughs> I'm very intimidated by Yikes. your big dick energy yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, I don't think an alpha would like have to like desperately proclaim what an <laughs> alpha they are at right. all times. Also, I'm not an alpha. I mean, Zordon never needed that from alpha, right? Wow, weird pull, but mm. I like it. Power Rangers. <laughs> no, spit, the picture of masculinity, alpha. Alpha <laughs> from Rangers. Uh, did anyone see the? Yes, the it's movie? terrible. Yeah, I oh, did too. It's so bad. I saved it for a day. I was sick in bed and watched it, and I it was shit. I swear to God, online there's like a, a faction of people who are like, "That was pretty good." I'm like, no. At first, I was almost on board, and then it's like, but it's also like a shoddily made movie. Like, yes, it is poorly. Rita made. Repulsa, the character, I think she's the only person that does a good job, and she's like acting in a different movie. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like Brian Cranston is unbearable in that movie. He's terrible. The first clip of him, like in blue alien makeup, oh, I almost turned oh, it off. Oh yeah. I was like, no. And at the end, they fight like CGI Goldar. It looks like the original Power Rangers movie. It's so poorly animated. It's awful. Also, Goldar is supposed to be like a like panther faced monster. (laughs) I think he's supposed to be. Supposed to be. This is this canon. (laughs) All right. They raped the character (laughs) of Goldar. (laughs) So, also one more thing. All right. Why did they make the choice that Zordon's actual skin had to be blue? It's it's a projection. His skin could have been any color, and the projection is just blue. Right. I like Prince, literally, Princess Leia in A New that. Hope uh, is not She's blue. She's blue. Yeah. <laughs> blue because the, of the R2-D2. Right. Anyway. Wow, great points, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're doing it just like last time, but we're trying to avoid talking Talk about, about this. this. But we got the catalog. Wait, one more play. thing. Isn't Bill Hader alpha in he that? He is. I was going to say that, and I was like, I'll leave That's this That's actually not bad. I like that. I guess That's so. Okay. I love Bill Hader. Sure. Yeah, I love alpha. <laughs> Just that Bill Hader could p- portray one of my favorite characters. Right. What an honor. What an honor. <laughs> one of my favorite saucer-headed characters. You know, I actually have been thinking about recently, like, we grew up watching Power Rangers, right? And so a lot of the actors that might be in a Power Rangers movie, like, they're of similar ages to us, like, or a generation, like, where maybe their kids watched it. Like, they're fully aware of what Power Rangers is. Like, from a time younger, you know, when they were younger, right? Yeah. But, like, they're starting to produce some films that are based on, like, more current animated shows or kids shows. And, like, I was thinking, like, I'm not aware of all the kids shows that are out there. And I was just thinking, like... Every time I catch one, I'm like, somebody like approached me as like a serious actor and was like, hey, like, we'd like you to play this role. Like, here's a, a Blu-ray with some like source material on it. Like, we'd like you to check this out. Like, I don't know how I could say yes to like some of this shit. I'd be like, you're going to make a movie of this? Like, and a serious gritty version of this? Like, this is so dumb. This is dumb, yeah, guys. Our, you're leaving out an important point. They're like, we're going to make a co- like a, a, a version of this. Also, here is $2 million. Here's $2 million. I'm on board. And you're like, sure. What was that? Yeah. yeah. But this isn't dumb at all. Well, I have to save Peppa Pig from, like, whatever. Yeah, Bob, Peppa Pig. Tying it back together (laughs) to Highlander. We're going to get back to it. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about Amanda... Peppa Pig ties back to Highlander? Sure it does. Yeah. Uh, It will. Uh, We're going to be talking about Amanda's Celtic Cross Necklace. Oh. Are you guys ready? Why does Amanda have a Celtic Cross? 
That makes no sense. I don't Did know. Duncan gift it to her? I guess he gifted it. Well, maybe we'll find out in the description. Ooh. Ooh, I hope so. Here we go. Ready, guys? Oh, and also, this is part of like the the general page is the crown jewels. Behold the best of Highlander jewelry collection. Mm. Oh, and by the way, I'm reading out of the best of Highlander catalog. So this is from 1999. Simply the best. the best. That's right. It reads, St. Valentine's Day, 1673. A shy Duncan musters the nerve and hands Amanda this Clan oh McLeod emblem of devotion and stammers, will you go steady with me? Amanda what? laughs. What? <laughs> Amanda laughs. Also, and- <laughs> I don't think go steady was a phrase back then. But do you go steady with me about it? <laughs> uh, it goes on. Amanda laughs him out of the castle, but has treasured it forever on silver encased garnet stone chain. Silver and gold. What a weird. We, I don't think we've ever had a description that is like a story. Weird, like a story. Yeah. The closest we've had was that Amanda's Kelly purse. Yeah, that was nuts. But that like at least describes an ev- like I don't know. This is written differently. This that is also like, describes an event. You were about to say describes an event. This also describes an event. But like no, there's like dialogue. This is like Amanda he- like this is, this like, is like, a like an short excerpt. Play. Yeah, this is a play. Imagine going to a play that was. The I same. saw this on the on the West End. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very they don't good. really describe the product. Usually the product description are very verbose. No, it just ends with like on this world famous crafted. Garnet. The Celtic cross. Right. World famous crafted. World famous crafted. The greatest. I sound like an Celtic idiot. Cra- <laughs> okay. World famous crafted. Very good. Well, let the idiot go first. Uh, <laughs> Eamon, how much would you uh, wager this cost? $69.99. $69.99. Kyle. And is it made of silver? Is it silver plated? What did you say it was? It just says on silver encased garnet stone chain. Hmm. So it never tells you what the cross is. Wait, made the of. stone is cha- the chain is stone. What? Yeah, that's well, so poorly written. Yes, what does is. that mean? Uh, looking at the picture, it is a chain, but in between every chain link, it seems to be a small stone ball. Uh, off the chain. Well, hmm. if you lose it, it's off the chain. Yeah, that's right. All right, so sixty nine ninety nine. Yes, Eamon? sir. Kyle, mm, I'm gonna regret this, but I'm gonna guess thirty nine ninety nine. Wow. Eamon. Yes, sir. You are the winner. Who? Actual retail price is fifty nine dollars even. Wow. No 99s or 95s or 98s. 59 even. That is interesting. That is Yeah, weird. right? How strange. The huh. prices in this thing are bizarre. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm just going to hold up a picture so you can see it. Ooh. How much would you uh, think this costs today? Do you think this is anything special by the way? No. No, this is just a little Celtic cross. I mean, it's not like an ugly uh it's not bad. story or anything. It's just like kind of It's not even looked that Celtic, frankly. Like the only affectation I mean, I guess is the so. cross, yeah. you know. But also like a, a rather non-Highlandery thing. Like this there's is, a number of things in the, the catalog. Crown jewels. It's just Celtic. Like you could find yeah. a cross like this, I'm sure, at any sort of other sort of Celtic key. Like shop. the Dublin shot. Airport. Yeah. <laughs> the Dublin Airport. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how much would this would, would this cost today? Do you think? Uh, hundred dollars. Uh, close. Ninety one dollars for this, this gem. Wow. Yeah, All right, so Eamon, yes. you get to give your opinion first, and as we're trying out, you get one point. Oh, sweet. Yeah, right? Real sweet. Well, I lose a lot, so <laughs> maybe this will be the decider. It would be interesting if this one point swayed the game. It would be, right? That would be interesting. Mm. Get a little asterisk, like night baseball. Yeah. Mm. Asterix, my favorite comic book character. Don't know that one. Mm. Asterix the Gaul. He is a Belgian character, I believe. Okay. Huh. Mm-hmm. Very good. So that was the only description he felt the need to give for this character, is that yep. they're Belgian? <laughs> <laughs> he is like a a, a, a a Gaul warrior, and he has a hat that has wings on it, like Thor. Huh. And his enemy is like the Roman Empire. Do you consider what Thor wears a hat? 
Yeah, it's a hat. <laughs> As opposed to a helmet. A helmet, yeah. I just realized Thor doesn't have his like winged helmet in the movies. Well, they in any of them? I don't think so. I don't so. think I've ever seen the Does first he? one. Does he ever wear one. it? I don't think so. That's weird. And I've only seen the end scene of uh, the second one. Oh, I've seen them all. Oh, great. Cool. <laughs> oh, great. Cool. Well, I, in a movie, I can understand why you want to keep your main character's face clear. Yeah. Sure. But it's on the top of his head. Yeah, like it doesn't like cover his face. Yeah, like a hat. Like a hat. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, we have right, to talk well, about these. We do have to talk about this. All right, so today bullshit. we are going to be talking about the Big Finish audio series, uh, season two, episode one, brothers. And again, Big Finish is a UK based, as they call them, uh, talking stories. Yeah, talking stories. Uh, company. So they're they're like audiobooks, but there is no book component. So it's just an audio. Like a disc you buy. Uh, it's a disc you buy. All right. So they produce uh, a lot of these sort of like like spinoff stories for like Doctor Who. I think, what do we say? Battlestar Galactica. Doctor's the biggest one. Doctor Who? Yeah. Anyway, so they produce two series for Highlander. And uh, sadly, these are no longer available. So we will do our best to play some clips for you from this episode uh, so you can get like a taste of it. Uh, because, yeah, the, uh, the license has like, lapsed on it. So you can no longer purchase these legally. And if you could... You probably shouldn't. <laughs> That's also true. Uh, or is, and that, also, is that too much of a spoiler? <laughs> oh. That's also true. Yeah. Oh, uh, we should mention Kyle uh, and Eamon. Before we get started on this journey, how much do you think, if you were to go online today and buy this, uh, now I don't know, have, have either of you looked this up? I have not. No. Okay. How much would you venture a, a disc would cost? Or let's even say, let's say the set. So I just want to put make this clear to the listening mm-hmm. audience and myself. Okay. So this is like, I'm looking for this now. You're looking for this now. It's out of print. Right. I'm not sure how much these cost originally. Um, if anyone knows, let us know. I'd imagine anywhere between 13 and 20 bucks like Probably. for a CD, right? So I'm going on like Amazon or eBay. Yeah, Amazon or eBay to get a, you know, either a brand new copy or a like new used copy. And just for this volume or the entire just set? Just this vo- Well, this, uh, yeah, this set, let's say. Mm. Or you could, four. I mean, you know, we can always multiply it by four if you want. I'm going to say $200 for all four. $200 for all four. And that's the only reason I say that is because I've been looking for some other out of print books, and I'm surprised how expensive they are on eBay and Amazon. If memory serves, the first season was like 200 bucks. Maybe I'm I'm kind of blanking, but yeah, it might have been around 200 bucks. And that had AP, AP in it, and also was like the first one, which I have to imagine is more in demand, right? Even though these might be better, right? Uh, so I'm gonna guess that it was about thirty bucks a disc. Putting this at one twenty, one twenty for all four. Okay, cool. Uh, hashtag four twenty. If you get, I don't multiples. Uh, I don't. Understand. If you get multiples, <laughs> that's not even a multiple. It's Hitler's birthday. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Isn't it four twenty Hitler's birthday? I think I've heard that. It's also the weed thing. That yeah, was my yeah, original. Yeah, it's also the weed <laughs> thing. I don't, yikes. Zeist. That's right. All right, so let's, let's talk about the dates. And the dates. Valkyrie. That's right, the Valkyrie. Hitler. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is Brothers, episode one. Uh, it was originally recorded. Uh, all the, the only details I have are the 11th, 12th, and 14th of May. Very specific. Oh, and the 4th and 24th of June. Ooh. So. Brought them back for some re Yeah, re-shoots. some, re- some re- redubbing or whatever. Uh, and this was released. Did you say fireworks again? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do that. Uh, this was released in April of 2011. Mm. So this is nine years uh, old now. April of 2011. Yeah, what a right. time. What a time. 
This was directed by Ken Bentley. Uh, he has done tons for Big Finish, including their uh, Doctor Who series. Uh, he did the Avengers, uh, not the uh, like Marvel Avengers, like, like the, the Mrs. Peel, exactly Mrs. Uh, Peel, John Steed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's done a lot of like audio dramas and theater. He's best no- known for his work with Big Finish Productions, including their long-running series of audio dramas based on the popular British science fiction Doctor Who. Uh, Bentley attended Berkshire College of Art and trained as a director at the Drama Studio at Drama Studio London. Uh, in addition to directing work, Bentley was an assistant music researcher at the Stephen Poelaki something Marion. His written works including a play about the life of Salvador Dali, as well as a short story and several co-written short films. So, there's kind of a brief synopsis from I think his website. What a guy! What a, what guy. a guy! What a guy! And Salvador Dali, he. Uh, did all them kooky paintings. That's right. What a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was a re- lobster phone? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Can't talk to a lobster. That's my dinner, not a, a form of communication. <laughs> this was written by Scott Andrews. He was born uh, the 5th of November, 1971, and is an Ooh, English author it. of science fiction. <laughs> uh, his School's Out trilogy was published by whatever. Uh, he School's a, Out, baby. Yeah. Uh, he signed a three-book deal with Hodder and Stoughton in 2014, and, and this... Well, why am I reading any of this? Who cares? Hotter um, and Stoughton? Is that an accounting firm or a strip club? Yeah, it sounds know. like a strip club. But the only the only other thing that's interesting about him is, uh, well, one, he is the son of singer and songwriter Harvey Andrews. Does anyone know who that is? No. no. Either do I. Maybe he's a UK guy. Uh, but he has also written Troubled Waters, an unauthorized and unofficial guide to Dawson's Creek. Oh, I Whoa, saw that. The waters yeah. are so troubled. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. interesting? That is. Right? Guess he's got a passion. How did Dawson have that whole, whole creek? That's a lot of creek for one man. I know. Right. And he's in high school. Yeah. And John Wesley Ship was his dad, right? Anybody? Yeah. Was that's he? right. Yeah, he was. was. He, he's the Flash, correct? He, he is the Flash. Uh, he's my Flash. He's my, yeah, I was about <laughs> to say. Not my Flash. Uh, I can't believe they're casting uh, oh, boy. Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Twilight yeah. guy? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Man. I can't believe they're casting. To follow up that, that guy from Newsies. Yeah. That guy from Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're casting Heath Ledger yep. as a Joker. That's what people said at the time. People flipped out. I know, and now they're all jizzing their pants over him. Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix. That's true. Did you guys see Joker? No. I still have not seen it. Okay, never mind. So we can't talk about it. It's okay. About. At Christmas, my uncle just told me the whole plot. Oh, sweet. Oh, thanks. Cool. <laughs> I was just like, oh, thanks, man. Thanks for ruining this movie <laughs> for me. I guess that's my Christmas gift. All right, so we got uh, actors in this. Uh, we got Valentine Pelka as Kronos. Peter Wingfield as Mythos, John Banks as Simon Dorn Nurse and Additional Voices, uh, Toby Longworth, uh, he's back, baby. baby. Uh, so we remember him from, Ma- he was Master Splinter in uh, The Samurai. Turtle uh, Power. Turtle Power from yeah. the last uh, series here. He was in two of them. He did that character, which was slightly racist. And what was the other one? <laughs> I don't remember. No. A British person? Another British person. A British. A British person. A British. Uh, Tracy Ann Oberman as Elena Mischel. Wait, who does Toby Longworth play again? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Diligent and Kind. Mm, yes. Right. Names that we might not hear for a while. Uh, Diligent. Yes. Also, uh, Richard Ridings as Silas. Uh, mm. Now, that's why Peppa Pig is important, because he voices... Uh, oh, Daddy Pig or Daddy whatever. Daddy Pig. That's nuts. Ah, right? Daddy Pig. Da, 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 da. And Marcus Testery is back as Caspian. So if it's not clear already, uh, I don't think we highlighted this. This is a four horsemen-centered story. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. That's who these Shocker. people are? Yep. Oh, does oh. it make it clear now? Yeah. Do we want to take another couple weeks off and from listen? Highlander. Yeah, from yeah. Highlander. Oh. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, so yeah. confused. Right, right, right. 
you I was know, like, what's, you, what are these about? Yeah. You might think it's a weird choice to have a series of audiobooks around a, a group of a mass murderers. characters. Of one-off <laughs> ca- characters who were all mass murderers. You might think that's an oh, odd creative decision. I don't but think that's weird. I think that's cool. I appreciate that they... Okay. I, I have a lot of thoughts about that. Why? Oh, like why to highlight... Okay. Yeah. Like why highlight these characters? Yes. Interesting. And then I feel like they had to make a bunch of creative choices around that. Uh, that are, may, yeah, I think so. That yeah. are strange. Yes. So. No, there are some... Yeah. Well, yeah, we will definitely get into this. Uh, but the, I, These are all very dark. Oh, they're... <laughs> oh, they're these are grim. Yeah, these are darker we, than the film series Dark Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, than that. Yeah. And these feature several dark men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these are four of them. <laughs> these are gross. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the violent. last ones were gross. Yes, They're the last ones were gross. These were also gross. Yeah, yeah, these all live somewhere very dark. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about it as it comes. So the episode description, as listed on the Big Finish website, reads: Well, first there's a disclaimer. It says these stories take place prior to the events depicted in TV series episode. Comes a horse. What TV horseman, series? And a short time afterwards. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Amen. Uh, so their description reads: An abandoned submarine base. A man who thought he was in control sits bound to a chair, imprisoned by his prey. Nice. Wait, imprisoned by his prey? Yeah, yeah. The hunter became the hunted, but he wasn't a hunter. He's a watcher, but that's his prey, baby. I guess I don't know. I mean, if you're a bird watcher, you don't go like look uh, at my that prey. prey. <laughs> like, I mean, that's not that's just weird. All right. Uh, in a moment, he will pay the price for his carelessness. Okay, spoiler alert. In a moment. <laughs> yeah, after uh, however the fuck long this. I know is, it's like an hour and minutes. ten minutes or yeah. something. In a moment, uh, but before he is allowed to die, his captor wishes to tell him a story. Why? <laughs> Also, like, stuff. yeah, no shit. This is a, like an audio book. <laughs> right. He just kills him, and then it's an and hour it's, of silence. Right. Woo! Or like <laughs> Kronos doing his taxes or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. now that that's can, done. <laughs> how much can I write off for this submarine base? <laughs> I guess I live in part of it, but part of it's an office. <laughs> ah, speaking of that submarine base, I don't know if anyone uh, saw this thing kind of floating around social media. That submarine base that was used in that uh, episode is now this cool like living art space. It's like a Whoa. like a light show. Uh, but it's also cool. When I was in Paris two years ago, I went to this oui, oui. gallery, uh, and the same people that are doing this installation at this uh sub base did the installation there and they're kind of using a lot of the same elements it's like a gustav klimt exhibit uh, it was fucking awesome uh so it's really cool that they're using this uh, abandoned submarine space as like an art installation now that's cool yeah pretty cool i like it yeah rad Trivia. is there a subway sandwich restaurant in there as well we can only hope what if i want to eat fresh though mm. what then keith i don't know what these are questions <laughs> then- i'm not I'm not qualified to answer. It's true. Uh, we have to find out who is. Yeah, Jared. Um, mm. Let's talk about how this opens. Uh, so we got some like pages flipping. Cronus speaks, uh, and he says, he's like, ah, oh, this record is woefully missing things. And it's assumed that this record is like a Watcher Chronicle. Uh, and he's like, I was only Melvin Corrin for like a hot minute. Um, and so he's got this Watcher held captive, who he refers to constantly as... Watcher Man? Watcher Man. Watcher Man. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What What the hell was... Like, why Why is... I don't know. Also, it's a- there are like struggling noises. Like, so I guess this guy's gagged. So this is all just Kinky. a weird... Yeah. <laughs> this is all just a weird vehicle to get Kronos to monologue for a long time. This sure. is like weird Bond villain stuff. I it don't is. understand it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you my like, true oh, the, story. Exactly. It's like, oh, this Chronicle isn't the real, like, scoop. Like, I'm going to give you the skinny, and so... But then I'm going to kill you? Yeah. He just like, wanted to unburden cares? himself. Is like, he, yeah, he's lonely. 
right. He's. I mean, he's oh, been that's that base. The real, that's the real story. He's here. lonely. He's so lonely. It's like Team America. Yeah. Also, like we hear, there's like bone crunching sound. Like there's like mm. he, there's like weird torturey stuff. This yeah. whole series is like torture porn shit. It is. Yeah. It's I like w- saw. Oh, oh. Well, uh, we couldn't saw this. We had to listen to it. Yeah. Two things. <laughs> One, right off the bat, starting this, I was like, I like this more than the other ones. Yeah. Like immediately, I was like, like thank act- God this is better. Like yeah. the production value is up. The acting is way better. Pelk is better at this than yeah. AP. He's like a yeah. solid actor, I think, in general. I think the only thing that struck me about the the very first track that I didn't like, I wish we didn't get to hear the Watcher. In the the moment, I was like, oh, I, like it'd be cool if he was telling us the story. Like we're the captive person. Oh, that's, you know what I mean? that's interesting. Like, because also, yeah. like having that watcher say anything, it's that they're never really a character. Like they don't. Contrib- they just go like. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, there's like. <laughs> <laughs> like. They don't need to be doing any of that. So that yeah. can be me uh, listening to the story. So I kind of wish they You could that. be the watcher being tortured. I could be the torture victim, <laughs> right? Ah, the dream, guys. All right. So we get, uh, you know, after this, this big opening. That was the clip at the top of the show. Uh, so it's similar. In the end, there can be only us. Us. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but it's kind of a fun open. I, I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I, I like, like the way they twist it. Yeah. Uh, I like the way they all kind of chime in. Uh, although I did think, like, their voices sound weird. Like, there's, like, this weird digital effect on some of them. I'm like, yeah, did I'm you sure record this bad. later? Like, did yeah. Valentine Pelka call in from his, like, bathroom? Uh, like, yeah. Highlander 1 style? And then yeah. they were like, this sounds like shit. We got to put, like, an effect on it so from it doesn't sound. From the dawn sound... of time we came. <laughs> That's right. No one ever knew we were among you. But then it's like. That's right. All right. So also disclaimer, some of this is going to be tricky to talk about because I found some of these stories very confusing to follow. This was very confusing. <laughs> right. Wildly. Okay. Wildly like edited, confusing. They like Quentin especially, Tarantino style mix yeah. all the events up. And especially this first one. So they kind of drop this. But this first one includes some almost teasers of the future ones. Right. So other characters are in it, whereas the other stories tend to be just focused on one of the horsemen. Yes. And that makes it hard to follow, for sure. They're obviously limited because it's an audio medium that they don't necessarily say the characters outright. So you're only tracking people by their voice. voices. And yeah. there's they also, all sound the same. They also <laughs> sound the same. And like... Uh, Tasmanian Devil is joining us here in the studio. I don't know. I was really having a tough time figuring out who was talking or even when events were taking place. Yeah, it's confusing. Because these events, as we will find out as we listen, are all happening at different times. These aren't right going on simultaneously also another thing that's confusing is they're like yes my brother and i'm like wait is it your actual brother who is a character in the story is it like your band of brothers that, you know what i mean like Th- there's brothers everywhere brothers are everywhere brother is the most said word <laughs> yes. in yeah. all of these the titular uh oh the titular brothers the can titular we just brothers. can we just always say it like hulk hogan brother brother are hooked on the brothers the super mario that's brothers right. the brothers the brothers the brothers it's very about the super you show. Go to fucking hell before you die if you do drugs. <laughs> if you do okay, drugs. so this opens up with Cronus just like screaming, like "Brother, show yourself!" And there's all this like fucking stabbing and like goopy noises. I'll keep killing them until you show yourself. Right, and so it's also very tricky because like Cronus is describing things. Like, it's in a flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, there's, like, flashbacks within flashbacks. Like, what the, Yeah. Oh, boy, it's confusing. But he's like, he's I had a brother once. brother, Shamri we Malti? <laughs> Shamrock? <laughs> a Shamrock Malti. Yeah, I have Sham, Shamri Martin is what I types, but my... I don't think it's Martin. Martin. Not Martin. There aren't a lot of Martins. (laughs) Ancient Sumerian Martins. Martins? (laughs) I'm the man. But this, I guess, is his real brother. 
his actual, actual or his adopted brother. adopted brother. Right. his actual Arno. adopted brother yes. or whatever or no is he isn't uh, the brother immortal also i was confused about that for a while too yeah. yes yes oh boy so um, shamrock <laughs> he's can he's, immortals have brothers that aren't adopted oh well, if they're not born in a traditional so. sense then but no. like are they born of the same supernatural then whatever? they're all brothers yeah, I guess so. And yeah, also, we are brothers. Right. Yeah. Then, then it means you also, Duncan has had sex with his sister. Hot. <laughs> That's right. Cronus yeah. talks about how he's got like a, I don't know, his tribe had like a tribe within a tribe, a brotherhood within a brotherhood. Like and uh, Him and his brother, him right. and his literal brother had a brotherhood of like badasses within his tribe. Right. And so then we get like this flashback, like him and his brother are clearly in this fight and there's like fire sounds, right? And so Cronus says because he led his brotherhood that kept the tribe safe, he became quote, headman, and the tribe marked his face with inscription that proclaimed his leadership. I feel like the writing here is weird because they're like, we were unstoppable, like, everybody liked us because we were so good, but we never, like, picked a fight. I'm like, isn't this, like, mixed messages? No. I don't know. Something? Well, I guess you could be, like, the defenders. Like, right. the, we don't pick fights, but we defend our tribe. But yeah. I he didn't kinda... abuse his power often. Right. Uh, and they talk about, like, the face paint thing, so I guess... What we see is the the four, four horsemen's face paint comes from like Kronos's tribe. Yeah, I, guess I thought so. that was kind of cool. I like the line. He's like, "My face was my crown." I thought that mm. was cool. This is, I think, definitely better written than the last series. While it is confusing, like just the prose is the just... sentence by sentence writing. Yes, sometimes. Oh, you know what else uh, Valentine Pelka doesn't do? Like cartoon <laughs> voices of other characters. Yes, isn't yes. that good? Do they do that at all? No, no. They don't like the other the actors don't play other characters. No, it's a pretty limited cast. Yeah. Because they usually just describe what other people say. Or say like yeah. someone said to me and they just say it. That's a better more choice. like more like a book. Then like, ah, I guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I tried to I tried to evict her. I'm a big man. <laughs> but he's also like this is weird because I'm a big man. Well, there's gonna be a trajectory of like a lot of these stories are about like how did the four horsemen become like who they are? Like how are they this evil or they whatever? Are part origin story, yes. part torture porn. Yeah. Uh, but it's <laughs> weird here because like we see in the beginning, it's like, oh, I guess like maybe Kronos was a good guy. Like, I didn't pick fights, but I was a good warrior or whatever. But then he drops the line like oh like the men respected me and i could have any woman i wanted like i didn't take advantage of that too much and it's like uh like what like also you i don't know it, it, it felt weird like why I put that line did in it there? a little though yeah right <laughs> boys will be boys uh <laughs> um, locker room talk so anyway then we kind of jump back into this battle it's very confusing like where the battle is taking place i, I don't know i was lost i think it's clear that Cronus became the leader of his tribe before he had this falling out with his brother. Correct. His brother and him are on good terms. They're like best buddies. Whatever's going to happen in the future, we're going to see the relationship fall apart. But not his actual brother. (laughs) Right. And his brother taught Cronus everything. Which is weird, because doesn't it say that his brother is younger than him? It does. I'm pretty sure it does. And it's like, then, well, how did he teach you everything you knew? I guess just Cronus is a fucking slacker and a lazy bum. Like, and he's like, has his kid brother teach him how to fight? I don't know. Weird. Anyway. Weird. All right. So now we're in track four. Cronus now goes on to like another flashback aside. Yeah. Uh, separate. Right? And um, his, the bandits attack them, and Cronus's brother is killed. Yes. Cronus is taken captive. Mm hmm. Yes. And who's with them but Silas? Silas is there, and he's, like, fucking taking people out. He is the not-gentle, giant, war-killing machine of the Four Horsemen. So, like, they're all being killed one by one. Like, unceremoniously, they're just, like, dispatching all these people. And he's, like, choking them out, and it's... Oh, I guess it's, it's 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 Kronos that wants to kill his brother, right? Did I hear that right? 
Like Cronus is mad that his like his brother was on watch that night and let this happen basically. Well, he's just or like, was it no his, or no it was his brother's killed before. Yeah, his brother is on watch and he's killed, and then he's just like mad at the people that that are begging, begging for, for their, their lives. lives. Oh, right, so right. There's people like sniveling and like it's all very confusing because they're all brothers. Like I'm like whose brothers who? Like and it's like your actual brother or this right. brotherhood within or your general tribe people. Okay, so let's talk about track five. So. We're back at the, it's the next day at the the raid or whatever, and Cronus is the only one of his tribe left. Uh, and so the bandit leader dragged Cronus to see his dead brother. Like, he's like, look at this. Like, yeah, baby. Uh, so this bandit, also, I found it confusing because they kept, they, they switched between bandit and raiders. Yeah. And I was like, come on, pick a, pick a name. Anyway, but now this is like Cronus's first death. Like, Silas is going to kill Cronus, like, under the command of, like, the lead. Like, Silas is not the leader of this, like, band of raiders or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's just like He's like the goon. muscle. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is weird. All right, so now let your let's play this clip and talk about uh, Silas, or excuse me, Ca- bleh, Caspian. Nope, Silas. Cronus's first Cronus. Cronus. Cronus's. Cronus. I've died so many times. I've lost count. I can't remember even half of them anymore. But my first death. Oh, I remember that as if it were yesterday. The warmth of his fingers on my throat. The soft crunch as my windpipe collapsed. The lightheadedness, the darkness creeping across my sight. The panic and terror that gave way to resignation and relief. The almost sexual thrill that swept through me as the drumming of my heart grew louder and louder, even as it slowed. And all the time, I held the gaze of my murderer looked deep into those shocking blue eyes and saw the strength in them, the almost godlike power of the man who is taking away my life. And I thought I would like to wield that power. What the fuck? fuck. Yeah, like, <laughs> First of all, I am rock hard. <laughs> yeah, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> So he is definitely saying he's like into like erotic asphyxiation. It's yes. like oh, I mean this is torture David porn Carradine. with an emphasis on the porn, porn part. part. Yeah. yeah. Like Kronos is just really into breath play. The almost sexual. sexual. Okay, so what do we think so of the this? bandit leader chokes him out. Silas does. Silas does. No, I thought it was the bandit leader. Uh <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the bandit leader. I thought Silas did it. Yeah, I thought I have. Yeah, Silas it's Silas. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure, because Silas is uh, smiling the whole time. It says my notes say at least I made uh, up notes. I don't know. Fair enough. So this is bananas. But right. then he's just like, oh, I want to do like psychosexual murders. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, like, wow, what a cool thing that's going on here. But I'd he's having part of it. He's having this thought as he's dying. Yes. Like, damn, I want to do this. Right. Yeah, that sounds good. With no knowledge that he will come back. Right. Like, he's just like, oh, I wish I could. Oh, like, I, I want to do this. I wish I wasn't dying so that I could kill someone right. this way and relish in it. And he's like, oh, should I kill you like this, Watcher Band? <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So I will say two things. Maybe one thing. I might kind of like this to an extent as a weird extension of the original movie. Although, again, we're, we're into that territory of like, what are they drawing from that's from the movie? And what are they drawing from that's from the series? Because they're so different. But in this, the movie, like, quickenings are orgasms, right? 
Uh, right, but there's no quickening here. No, there is no quickening here, but it's a, like a first death. And to like draw like sexual parallels, it's like, oh, is this like a like I'm losing my virginity sort of retelling of a first death? And I was like, interesting, like to tap huh. into that, like like it's never as good as your first time or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I thought about it like that, but I don't know. Something about this felt like uh, losing your virginity sort of story. Yeah, uh, well, and I was like, I, oh, if I the quickenings are sexual, like all right. I think you're giving it too much credit. Maybe. But that is interesting. I just thought it was strange. (laughs) It is strange. And it's also gross because there's also more like crunching sounds and like. Yeah. uh, Music, pretty good. Also, the music. The music is like romantic. (laughs) It is romantic. It's like a love scene. It is like a love scene. It's like weird choice here, man. Well, also, I want to say after this point, there's like another weird like flash forward to that like sword fight with his brother. Yes, and, and there's I'm like, lots of grunting. But it's like you betrayed me, brother. And I'm like, wait, I thought your brother was dead. I thought his throat was slit. Like, so I'm, this is that. I was like, is he immortal? Did he right. not realize his brother was immortal in that moment? And it took him and forever also, to come back. And like, he, he shows him the body. So if he was immortal, and a day is passed, right. it's been a day, and he didn't wake up. Right. I don't know what the so, timeline is there. Yeah. This is confusing. Was Spoiler, confusing. this is a different character. It is a different character, yeah. and it's weird because they're trying to like slowly reveal who characters are, but when you yeah. refer to them as brother and like you have just doesn't else called brother, so right. yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So Kroos is gonna kill whoever this person is that he's referring to as brother. Right. And it takes him fifty years to find him. And then he's just gonna do it in another fifty years. Right. And I'm like, is this the lesson? Like Exactly. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to rape your wife. I'm going to sow the land with salt so nothing grows. <laughs> it's like... What a crazy turn. I mean... Yeah. And again, it's very confusing because we were just told his brother is dead. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, who is this character? Right. But I guess, I don't know if this is like some hint at like the cycle of violence. As we see this like weird, like, I will keep taking revenge over and over again. Like one revenge is not enough. I, I don't know. For anybody. Yeah, it's so, oh, so weird. All right. So Cronus starts like listing to the watcher like the many deaths he's this had. This is insane. And he's like, I was trampled by livestock. I've had crows peck out my eyes. Like You can, he, you can play it if you want. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, he's like fucking Vigo the Carpathian. Fathian, like yeah. he's been like. Wasn't he also Vigo the Butch? Yeah. Drawn, quartered. <laughs> Shot, stabbed, stabbed, right before his head died. That's even a, <laughs> yeah. that's even appropriate. Yeah. The Vigo. <laughs> you are like the buzzing of flies to him. Uh, also, another kind of weird thing here is when Kronos wakes up for the first time, he's like, I felt different. Like, I could see better. Oh, he has yeah. like spider sense. Yeah, he does have like spider sense. Peter like Tingle. He's faster. He's, I don't know. It's a, he hears better, like all this stuff. And it's, yeah, it's like, huh. I'm not like opposed to that. I, I like it. It's just not a piece of Highlander lore we've heard. No. Before. And also it's like, it's interesting if that connects to that, like that movie version of the quickening where it's about communing with nature. Yeah. It's like, oh, well then you have a, uh, the more you're in touch with nature, like then you, you have heightened senses cause you're like literally communing with it, but yeah, I don't know. not really present here. Wait, but he also says dying makes him smarter. Yeah, like dying. What, do to... some do some math problems? Like <laughs> yeah. dying. Just, turns... You just wake up one day and feel like I'm smarter now. Like, yeah. how do you determine that? Well, yeah. he later <laughs> becomes a plague scientist, so he that's must have true. gotten his smart somewhere. So he's a Wolverine plague scientist. Oh uh, boy! Point. Yeah, that's why uh, Adrian Paul can do all that hacking. Yes, you're busy hacking on the computer again, again, Bob. These guys are busy with another kind of hacking. Oh, and he also says, "As if by a kind of magic." He does uh, say that. Was, they say uh, that line a couple times. Yeah, yeah, I was so mad. <laughs> I hated it so much. Like, Just I give me the prize. As if I was a princess of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, in my notes, because I'm so confused at this point, I was like, where's his brother? 
Because I'm assuming at this point that brother he fights in these flashbacks or whatever they are is his actual, actual brother. brother. I'm like, did he like is he there still? Maybe he disappeared. Did he bury him alive? Like I have all these notes trying to figure out like how is this gonna work? Like how does the brother come back? No, it's just a different fucking character. Person. Yeah. The people that beg for their lives, like he didn't tend to their bodies or whatever. Yeah, they just leave them out. Yeah. And then there's weird hip hop music. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get a cut to Mythos. Yeah. Which I was like, huh? What? Why? Mythos is talking to someone who knew him, and there's just wet sounds. I was so confused. No who was he talking on. to? Is this part of the same scene? Is this not like... Is he fisting this person's asshole? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Well, obviously, yes, but... Those are the wet sounds, baby. Okay. That's wow. all. All right. Good to know. I don't know why I'm so vulgar. I don't know either. It's funny, though, and we love it. Amy. It's funny, though. <laughs> funny note. Funny note. <laughs> <laughs> Also, this Mythos thing is like one second. It's very quick. Also, I mean, part of me does think it's interesting that they mention these different kinds of brothers. Like, mm. it is confusing. I wish it was done better. But, like, the movie, again, like, it's weird how much stuff I feel like is connected to the movie. Like, in the movie, they're we're like, we are brothers. And it's like, okay. And, like, the name of the story is Brothers. And so it's mm -hmm. talking about all these different sorts of, quote, unquote, like, brotherly relationships you can yeah. have. I think that's interesting thematically. The way it's deployed becomes confusing, the way they, like, write it. But, yeah, well, you uh, have, and it also just doesn't play out. You have your familial... He doesn't have different kinds of brothers, right. really. You have your familiar brothers, your yeah. immortal brothers, your undercover brothers. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so at some point, there's now a narrator who... This is a new person we haven't heard from. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this? So I just keep calling him, like, the stranger or whatever. Uh, and he says he was born in the like the Neolithic age, and his people were herdsmen. They also say, he also says they were from like the the Himalayan mountains. Yeah, and, I was like, and so I was like, so home. this dude is like Mongolian or something. And also they get into like the locations of a number of these other mm -hmm. horsemen. Like Kronos, I believe, also is Mongolian. Wait, what? I think don't they talk about like he's like? Oh yeah, they mentioned some weird. I uh, I didn't. I forget exactly what the line is, but Note yeah, that, like I've yeah. noted, so like I was like, wait a minute, like I don't believe. It Kronos doesn't make sense because he's a, a white guy. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like nope, not like Where's what? What a weird from? thing. I'd have to look back through my notes, yeah. but I feel like they talked about like herding sheep in the like Himalayan mountains or something. I was like, okay, so that's where you're from, I guess. No, I thought that was this person who's talking. Wow, it's confusing. And imagine, also, since we don't have a transcript of these, a lot of times, like when they would say a place. I wouldn't know how to spell it yes. to like look it up, and I'm just ignorant of geography. Yeah. So I'd just be like, I don't know what they said. Like, <laughs> I can't figure it out. Right. It should also be noted, like as confusing as this story is, we all listened to this closely and took notes and are still confused. Like, right. This yeah. is confusing. It's confusing. All this right. This is not something that, like, on your morning drive, you'd <laughs> like be like, oh, this is Crystal. Clear. Yeah. So this new character, this stranger, he says he lived a simple life and he was a medicine man who healed people with potions and pace. He also says he drilled, drilled holes in people's heads. Skulls. Yeah, you know, a simple life. <laughs> yeah, the simple life of a skull driller. <laughs> you gotta let the demons out. Uh, crafts, an another simple morning. I've tended to the livestock. I've uh, <laughs> had my breakfast. Now time to drill a hole in someone's head. Well, was it called trepanation? Yeah, trepanation. Ugh. Weird. This comes back. Yep. This is the whole drillingest piece of media I've ever consumed. Right. Yeah, just to be clear about this, in case you thought that this story was going to be a little closer and more grounded, no, drilling holes in people's heads is the central plot point yes. of all four of these stories. And it's and insane. Bananas. When, when that kind of gets revealed as like, that's what this is all going to be about, like I was just like, 
I'm on. I'm off board now. Like I was, I was so, okay, I and then was I was so like, "Why? Angry. Why and just, do just this?" Just wait, dear listener, when we explain this plot point because yes. it makes zero fucking sense. And every time, and they're constantly. It's not even like this is one kernel of the story. Right. There are multiple layers of this story, and there is so much that is accomplished by the mechanic of drilling holes in people's heads. Yep. Ugh. Crazy. All right, but this speaker puts together a camp of other immortals at some point. Right. And so and he finds Kronos. Yeah. Kronos. Which also this guy, it should be noted that the speaker's first death was because he fell off a yak. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he somehow becomes like a god to his people. Right. Which is a weird wrinkle to put in there too, I think. Yeah. Like why add that? Like he's like a um He's like uh, What's that guy's name? Larka. 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 Larka Larka. Larka Larka. So anyway, Cronus kind of explains the deal, and Cronus like says he's like looking for revenge, like he wants to kill this dude that like destroyed his entire tribe, right? Yes. And so this guy agrees, and he's like, "So we can go look for them together, or whatever." And then Mythos he tells somebody to keep watching Cronus. Is this is he talking to the Watcher, or is he talking to? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we come to find out that this this speaker is named Dilijan. Dilijan. Which is a weird name. Oh, I also want to mention something else. We get a little bit more backstory on this stranger, well, Dilijan guy. Uh, He talks, I guess, about his, like, wife and child. Yeah. Like, she tried to kill herself. Or she does kill herself. Yeah, she cuts her own throat. Throat. And accidentally killed their son. Like, he got blood poisoning from... It's like, oh, my God. Like, it's brutal. This is so dark. This also, is this is another one of those like weird. I don't Why know. Why does tropes? this happen? Just like don't mention this. She like this. fridges herself. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a fridging thing. Like it's or it's fridging adjacent. Like it's that thing. Like the, oh, the character needs to like lose everything to give them motivation or right. I don't know. It's like it doesn't feel good. Good idea. Like that she fridges herself. <laughs> That's like a new fucked up layer to fridging. Yeah. Like, but also no, they want it. They want to be fridged. Why does this happen? Like, why does just this don't, happen? Don't mention them. We needed no reference to this. Right. But instead, it's like, oh, this person has this insanely dark thing that happens. Right. This is the most confusing one. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the most. This confusing is wildly. One confusing because it introduces a lot of pieces all right so we're around the fire now and why don't we play this little clip here so we can play some more clips and so the stranger tells him he's got this like merry band of 12 brothers i guess uh, which is very like they're also brothers they're also brothers uh but it's very like biblical i guess you know the 12 disciples we do find this is like a ministry what does that word mean biblical is this like a bilbo baggins thing Mm -hmm. yes i like that guy those men they're all like me, like, like us. Im- immortals? Yes. And there are more? I've met 12, including my brothers. But they, in turn, have met many more. There may be hundreds. But how? Where do we come from? No one knows. And, and what do you do, uh, you and your merry band of dead men? <laughs> well, we help the mortals in any way we can. Uh, protect them from bandits and marauders. Settle disputes, teach them medicines, herbal remedies. We will live forever, brother. We are repositories of knowledge and wisdom. The secrets and learning of ages live in us. But not all immortals are like you. There was one among the raiders in my village. There are those who abuse their gift. No, it wasn't the leader of the bandits, though. Okay. So that's the deal. But he leaves out, Adrian Paul style, uh, a very important... (laughs) tidbit 
about quickenings, and, uh, yeah, yeah. but that's on purpose. Yes. Yeah, he does not reveal kind of the game aspect of this whole thing. And right. that kind of like sets this whole story in motion, right. him hiding this It's a very weird sort detail. of... Yeah. Hmm. Also, he says he's met 12, including his brothers. So does that mean he's met others aside Only, from the 12? I don't know. He says 12, including his brothers. And if there are 12 brothers, then that's all he's met, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. Okay. Well, we find out two things. There's a new person that's joined the, the party that we find out. We only know that he's a sniveling man that begged to, to join or something like that. And we're like, oh, who's this going to be? Who's this guy? Uh, yeah. And we also find that Diligent like, offers Kronos, like, hey, like, would you like me to drill a head? Drill, drill a, drill a hole in your head, bro? Like, I, and Kronos and is Kronos like, like, yeah, I'm ah, okay. Kind of bad. Like, that's <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. It's I like, like to man, read you, it that We're sitting way. around the fire. You want to hit off this yeah. drill? Yeah, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's puff, puff, fast. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. But uh, how about I? Uh, drill, a, <laughs> drill a hole in your head. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Yep. <laughs> I want to see like a, a, a like '90s style PSA <laughs> about not getting a hole oh, drilled well, in yeah, your sure. head. Don't submit to peer pressure, right. man. When someone drills a hole in your head, you go to hell before you die. <laughs> <laughs> Trepanation, abuse, resistance, education, tear. But diligence, like we're peaceful. We help morals ever, however we can. But we'll help you track down the tribe that murdered your family and destroy them. Right. That does help people, I imagine. Sure. <laughs> Stopping yeah. this band of bandits. Right. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. They don't seem like a war-like tribe. No. But they're going to track down this like vicious pack of bandits. Right. But I guess they they're do. all immortal. But I think they do say that they, they do do that, right? Do-do? Yeah, do-do. They do-do. Do-do do hmm. that. Is it at this point they find the bandits? Yes. yes. So they've they've caught up to these bandits now, and Kronos decides, like, is he going it, going it alone? He's like, no, let me ride down first. Yeah. Which doesn't sound like the smartest thing to do, but, you know, whatever. And Diligen wants Silas right. to join their And he's like, I group. think I can help him, so, like, see if you can bring him back or whatever, right? So right. Kronos goes down to this camp, and they're fighting. Uh, we get some, like, fucking awful Pirates of the Caribbean sounding music here. Uh, um, That's right. Also, we should say that the sword fighting in this is so much better sounding. Like, their individual sword clanging. Like, I think we commented that last time, they seem to use like, grand battle sound, like, sound effects for individual sword fights. And it sounded ridiculous. Yeah, it still doesn't sound that good to me, though. I mean, I give it a pass. It's like, you know, whatever. It is what it is, but it's a lot better than the design on the first one. So, him and Silas are going at it, and Silas, I guess, mentions something about, like, oh, I like the taste of quickenings. It's like, ugh, weird. What? what? Huh? Uh, so they taste it? Quickenings taste like and stuff? So <laughs> these... So the previous... Uh, <laughs> these Big Finish Audios things are obsessed with quickenings. The yes. whole thing is just always about quickenings all the time, and it gives us this weird air of fan fiction. Yeah, where it's like, what do fans want to know about? They want to know about quickenings, so right. let's like make the whole fucking thing about it. <laughs> well, also, like, let's the- give quickening, like festoon quickenings with all these other abilities and powers and magic, and like, it's. Ugh. I mean, I know that like you know Highlander has all these iterations. We have the movies, we have the cartoon, we have the the anime, and the, right. But the quickening is pretty consistent through all these different forms of media. Yeah, it is. Big Finish Audio has eight episodes total, and like the way the quickening, the way the quickening is described, like episode to episode is different. Yeah, it's bananas. I'm like, how can you not keep this basic piece Mm -hmm. of the lore? That would be like describing the Enterprise different in like (laughs) episode to episode on like a Star Trek 
series or something. Or like describing the force as a mystical energy field, but then later revealing that it comes from parasites. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It'd be kind of like, like some kind of uh, the midi chlorian or something. Husa <laughs> yeah. uh, Yusa. Uh, also, this is gross because so Kronos finds I guess the leader of the tribe and he says literally butchered him, him while he was still alive and, and the guy was trying like, to cram and they have like, his yeah. back into his body but then gross. they had like gross squishing noises oh, so much squishing sounds but Silas spills the beans about quickenings right and Cronus is like hey man what that and so then we kind of cut back to their camp like so Silas and Cronus come back to Dilijan's camp Cronus is like, all right, you guys, you're fucked. Throw down your uh-huh. weapons. Because he... he's now the leader of the bandits. Yes. So, yes, in this moment, in Kronos, two seconds, Cronus has been like, I I slaughtered and butchered your leader. I am in charge now. Everyone follow me. And everyone's like, okay. And so now Cronus has this, like, a whole tribe behind him. And it's like, basically stages a coup against Dilijan. Yeah. Like the Democrats. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Kronos is like really fucking upset that he just didn't know about the quickening. Like this is a huge. I I don't like this. This feels like. Well, I guess he feels betrayed. Right. But or is wh- this I mean, just showing his underlying nature? But right. I don't know if we got enough of his under. I don't know. This is weird. It just feels like such a crazy turn. Yeah. Uh, to be like, oh, you didn't tell me about the quickening thing. It's like, I don't know. So I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Weird. So then fucking Kronos kills the dude. And uh, can we play this clip and yes. listen to the quickening? Oh, sure. Because the quickening sounds are interesting. There are 20 of us and six of you. You're surrounded. Immortal you may be, but the odds are not good. Now lay down your weapons, brothers. You traitorous son of a... <laughs> So, all I do is lop his head off. That's right. Brother, no! Cool Transformers! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why are there like these robot sounds? <laughs> it's so weird. What the fuck? Bumblebee appeared before me. <laughs> <laughs> he the turned, spark, in, he turned into an odd yellow vehicle. <laughs> a Volkswagen buggy of sorts. <laughs> wow. What a weird design for the quickening. Yep. Why did they add that like layer? That <laughs> it's so weird. Also, uh, all the gross squishing. Yeah, like people that don't like when we eat on mic would oh, never would never be able to listen to this because there's so many squishes. Yeah, so we flash forward and then Kronos tells the Watcher Man, "I've done every drug, including crack, crack, <laughs> and heroin." And, and he's heroin. like, "I've done heroin. I love PCP. Oh let me tell God. you, and crack, <laughs> and immediately crocodile." I just think. <laughs> Just the picture of Cronus just doing Why? Crap. It's so ridiculous. Just recreationally. I guess so. But he says the only thing that has like ever satisfied him is like the quickening. Uh which is also like maybe another like weird interpretation of the quickening. Like Cronus is a Like he's an addict. Yeah, like he's an addict. Like it gives you a thrill or something. Because it doesn't look fun. No, it looks super painful. Yeah, every, But the, also orgasmic. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Weird. <sighs> weird again. Uh, oh, he also says, he's like, oh, you can feel all the life. And then he specifically says, you take all their memories, hopes, 
and fears. And it's like... You do? You do. And like the show is very explicit to say that's not how it works. I, I want to say Duncan even says that line. That's, that's not, not how, how it works. works. Like, yeah. whatever. He just pissed it diligent, kept it from him. And like, you're going to figure it out eventually, dude. And like, also, yes. it's been like... A week. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's like the MO in the show anyway. Also, like, Duncan, never tell yeah, people Duncan does this all the time. <laughs> he like doesn't tell mortals they need a sword or what the quickening is. Mitha should have warned him. He's like, yo, bro, like you got to tell people that because if you don't, they might like turn into a horseman of the yeah. like, <laughs> This, this might happen. really fuck with them that you kept this one bit of information from them. Yeah. This guy, Dilajan, didgeridoo, mm-hmm. he manages to escape by throwing himself in a ravine. And at this point now, most of the followers are dead uh but there is still this stranger who like the sniveling stranger that we were like hinted at earlier guess who it is oh it's mythos that's right mythos and he's like hey don't kill me i'll follow you around and stuff cool right i have a question do we think this is like a weird characterization of him like i find it weird that he was sniveling when he first met diligent like why was he sniveling to diligent just to stay alive i don't don't know know. so is he that was chronos's like take on him oh i guess i guess so maybe it's based on this interaction yeah okay. but i don't know i agree it's a bad characterization of the character as being sniveling yeah more like conniving right like yeah we've never so. seen him snivel have we mm-hmm. i mean sometimes I when he's like begging for his not begging for his life but he's trying to like fast talk his way out of yeah you know, uh, i mean that's, that seems now. like more what this is like fast talking his way out he's like no i can be valuable or whatever yeah. to yeah. your group like i've been around for a very long time i can teach you things and do you have any tube? <laughs> you tube. Also, I do want to say, uh, Mitha says with uh, your brawn, your brain, and my experience, and it's like, who's the brains in any of this? Like, remember we debated that <laughs> yeah, before the Horseman like, episodes? We're like, wait, like, are they both the brain? Like, I don't know. Doesn't seem like either of them are. <laughs> There's, they've got no brain between them. No, yeah. they don't. Also, the word ministry is said <laughs> so much in these things. Because... Dilajan yeah. apparently has his ministry yeah. of head skull drilling. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you heard the good news. Yeah. <laughs> but now Kronos is going to start his own group. His own little boy band. Right. And they do say they acquired a fourth horseman and lost all their mortal followers, which I thought was weird because it's like they this entire like five minutes is setting up that like the entire tribe followed me. And then they like yada, yada, yada their way through it. And they're like, oh, and now there's no more of those people. It's like, why have them follow you at all? Like, I guess it was to set up that they were outmatched. I don't know. The Kronos, or that Diligence camp like could not. But then later they themselves. have like slaves and shit. I don't know. Yeah, right. It's so weird. And also it's like four, like, were they literally just four raiders? Like, I assumed they had people they rode with. Right. Because that doesn't make sense if it was just the four. Just of them. the four. Like, like they're so good. That, like, they can take down an entire tribe by themselves. Cells, like, yeah. Duncan can't even do that. No. Shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a later story with, like, Silas, spoiler alert, like, Silas, Dilijan, and uh, a woman mm-hmm. encounter, like, a, a group of bandits, and they fucking get taken down. Like, yeah, because of course they do. Because of yeah. course they do, because it's three against, like, a ton of people. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how good you are. Like, they yeah, all just, just stab get... you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. It is. I did have a question too. Considering like this, this characterization of Mythos as being like sniveling, like he's obviously doing this just to stay alive, right? And we yeah. know the character, so we know that's his deal anyway. But I, I couldn't help but think like, why not escape now? Like you've just joined up with them, mm-hmm. get the fuck out early. Like why did I don't know? Part of me felt weird that like he decides to stick with it. Like what made him stick with this shit? Well, we come to find out 
in his episode, I think, the answer to that question. Okay, maybe we'll try to revisit that. Can we remember this? Yes. All right, why did he stick with this? Because I was wondering, like... Why? Okay. <laughs> Tell me why he... Why'd Mito stay with horsemen? Uh, Tell me why... Why'd Kronos drill ahead? He doesn't do that. No, he does. Dillajan <laughs> does. <laughs> All right, so anyway, they end up kind of hunting Dillajan for like 50 years. Then they like kind of forget about it. And then it. they're just like, yeah, I forget this about is it. boring. And, <laughs> yeah, basically, and they're like, I didn't even give him a second thought for like a thousand years or whatever. Then it's revealed that eventually they all die in a boat. Right, that's just dropped in here, and it's like, wait a minute, huh? But we don't find huh? out the scoop yeah. yet. I'm on a boat. I mean, part of me kind of does like that aspect of it, like scoops. It, yeah, scoops. Mm. Mm, Rocky Road chips. Tostitos scoops. Oh, those scoops where you scoop up a, a glob of salsa, salsa, yeah, or yeah. queso. Mm. Mm. Now we're talking. They are very good chips. Oh, I like those chips. Sure, it's a good chip. Anyway, I, I don't mind them dropping like little bits of story that we're like, oh, we're going to find out about that later. I think that's kind of cool. Sure. Uh, that it's like mapped out in that way. Wine. More wine. There we go. So, yeah, Caspian is mad that some like enslaved so Caspian woman has, has been, not. Yeah. yeah. Caspian so has been introduced. Them. Right. So the, the horsemen are on the table, but they each kind of have their own little things. And like, what is, what game are they playing? Do they say? No. I was like, is it chess? Is something, I don't know. It's probably some ancient cousin of chess or something. Yeah. I don't know. Some sort of strategy game, right? Hungry, hungry hippos. Hungry, hungry hippos. Oh, oh, yeah. four oh they're in an eating race. <laughs> <laughs> so, water on the knee. <laughs> Operation. Drill a hole in this guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they're like, they also have like weird side quests. Like, they're like, oh yeah, Mythos will just disappear for decades, decades at, at a time. time. I'm like, he's got like, what, a secret family? Like, I think that's maybe why I was thinking like, why doesn't he just leave? Bail he, during he's one of these okay tenures. to leave for literally decades, decades at, at a time. time. And that seems okay with people. So why not just stay away? Like if he wants to. If he, he wants doesn't. to. I don't know. It's weird that clearly he doesn't. Like he did must enjoy this for a while. And uh, Caspian, he must... he's just looking for this thing called the pain eater. Dropping that casually. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know, right? But their MO would be they would get tired of this. They'd attach themselves to a tribe, hang out with them for a while, and then like kill them all. Right. They'd be like, oh, we lived in peace. It was kind of nice. And then we'd just slaughter everybody. It's like, wow, this is so fucked up. up. Yeah. Uh, cool. But then they end up like getting, I don't know, kind of having their own like little fort thing, which I guess was Mythos's idea. Yeah. Uh, so in this version, mm-hmm. Mythos basically invents civilization. Yeah. Like he invents the concept of like, oh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we just stay here? here and maybe we can farm. <laughs> they refer to it as quote unquote the new, new approach. approach, and it's like you fucks. Uh, this made me so angry. Oh, but butter emails. Where do they settle? Benghazi. <laughs> oh, this is nuts. This is nuts. Uh, also, and then like Cronus wonders if this was done intentionally to, to like weaken them. to weaken them and so th- that's why i was again uh, left with these this like so confusing it's, it's like idea a, like a mythos plan right and it's like wait is that his plan like why, again why not leave like this so is his plan was to come back temper them a bit but still like be responsible for horrible murders like yeah i don't know but maybe they'll get fat because they can sleep in a house and they've got like, <laughs> and they've got, like a mean? sauna right this is so dumb <laughs> I hate this. I wish they described the fort more. <laughs> yeah, more fort. I want more fort. And also, I wondered, would they clear that up in Mythos' story? Like, Kronos wonders, was no. this part of Mythos' plan? I was like, oh, maybe Mythos will say this was part of his plan. No, this is not addressed again. Nope. So then, a this, like, wanderer comes to their, like, citadel or whatever you want to call this This is so thing. fucking confusing. And I was like, who is this guy? Kai? Uh, he's referred to in my notes as K-A-I for quite a while. I was like... Kai or Kine? It's Kine. 
kind. I was writing for a while. I put kind. kind. I did too. And I was like, his name's like kind. Richard Kind. Yes, like Richard Kind. Richard Kind of Magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm like, that would be great. I don't know what that is. But yeah. <laughs> a Richard Kind of Magic. I love it. So this guy is Word like, play. this guy says he's sent by Mythos. He also knows Caspian. He says he has a message for, for, mythos. for mythos. But right. he's like in Mythos' service. Like, no, but then he says Mythos sent him. I think you're right. He does say that. Which is also confusing. It is. But that's bizarre. Why would Mythos send a message for himself? That's dumb. That makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would make sense if he had to go get information. Yeah. But I guess. it is still yeah, yeah. it is still weird. But then he's like, he also like says something and Caspian's like, boo. Right. And there's this whole like argument about your like pledged fealty. Which I had to look yes. that word up. I was like, what's You had to look up the word fealty? Sorry. <laughs> I was just surprised. All right. Fuck you. You still okay. watch South Park? <laughs> I didn't know what... Fealty? Fealty? Fealty. I didn't know what that meant. Sorry. Uh, when I looked it up, it's a oath made to a lord. I'm sorry that doesn't come up in my like <laughs> regular conversation. Yo, you're not often swearing oaths to lords? No. I just mean, what like, about our, our ultimate fronts. lord? Do they say fealty and... Fealty? Yes. Why do you keep saying fealty? That's how it's pronounced. They say fealty. It's not fealty. Well, they're British. They pronounce all sorts of things weird. All right. Fealty is when you're playing golf and you take the tea out of your bag. (laughs) And caress it? Yeah, and then you put it in the ground. Yeah, you feel it. God damn it. All right, so Kronos is super fucking mad. Kronos is like, well, I'm Mythos boss, so really, like... You have to tell me. You have to tell me. But then Caspian's like, this messenger is under my protection, so you can't do anything to him. Correct. Which now Kronos is freaking out. Yeah. He's like, what? This is so weird. And oh, and like, to find out this guy, Kine, has told Caspian that he knows where this pain pain eater eater that he's looking for Mm -hmm. is. Oh, and Kronos just kills an innocent uh, servant girl, which is gross. Because she was late late with with the the wine. wine. Also, like, the way, like, Kynes stops this whole fight is he's like, he says, I die in the light. And I was like, huh? And even Cronus is like, huh? What are you talking about? And Kynes' response to this is like, you heard me, motherfucker. And I'm like, no, no (laughs) one fucking heard you. I'm confused by this, too. But this means something to Caspian. Yes, it does. Right. Whenever I hear Caspian, I just think of the, the, uh, I've never saw this movie, but the preview for the Narnia movie, Prince Prince Caspian. Caspian, (laughs) right. Where the actor just goes, I am Prince Caspian. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That's my story. Good shit. Good Content. Shit. <laughs> then Kronos just kind of goes down a list of what he thinks of each horseman. Yeah. He's like, Silas is cool. He's just kind of dumb. <laughs> Mythos has no ambition, right. and I don't trust him. Caspian was loyal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but, like, I guess this new character kind has, like, introduced, like, just doubt with everything. So, like, Cronus is developing like these conspiracies, like oh maybe like Mythos is against me. Are they building an army? Or, like yeah, and he, like Silas is Mythos's friend. So what's going on there? Right. Mm, he has the, the Mythos Anon theory. Yep. Oh, and because of this anger, he like anger rapes a woman. Right. Yes. Disgusting. Yes. Where does he go to do this? Their harem. Oh right. <laughs> oh, the harem. harem. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which is like uh harem. like members only harem, right? Yeah. Like, like harem. Like Abdul Jabbar. Yeah. Like. He's saying harem, right? Was that what that yes. is? That's, yeah, that's oh, what he's saying the word harem, but he's saying harem. harem. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, I guess that's a, a British. Is, is that, that how it's actually pronounced, or is that fuck the British no. version? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it a UK thing, or is it just a mispronunciation? Jolly good. All right. It's almost definitely a mispronunciation. This made me so angry. <laughs> I'm still having a harem of Dojabar. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, so Kind says to Caspian, because they're chilling in the, the the harem here, that... The harem. Harem, sorry. That he's, like, going to take it... Like, I can show you the pain eater. Like, I know yeah. that's, like, your... What your you thing. want. And so I'll take you there. The Death Eaters. Right. Oh, and the line that uh, you can realize your potential is mm. said. Like, that's what this pain eater will help you do. And that is a line that is said oh, it many, many, many yeah. times. So while this is happening, Mythos is supposed to be, like, sacking a village that didn't pay their taxes or some shit. Right. He is... Quote, hip deep in corpses. Yeah. Hip deep, yeah. Hip deep. Hip deep. Meanwhile, Kine is then also working on Silas. He's like, well, I'm Mythos' best friend. Did you know that? Right. And Silas is like, wait a no, minute. No, it's my best <laughs> Actually, I think we should play this clip. Uh, well, that's really funny. Uh, but then Kronos gets involved, and he's like, I need to know more about this Kine dude. And I know Mythos, like knows what the scoop is so he tries to like play silas against mythos yeah and he's like hey man like can you ask mythos <laughs> about this? so we'll play this clip because i legitimately laughed out loud at this i kind of thought this was funny uh, also i do think uh richard ridings is my favorite performer in this series yeah i he, think so he's good he's he was good and i also i think uh chronos is really good too like of i think course. they just delivered like solid performances like it's dramatic so i mean yes. say what you will about the story but like they deliver they're working I didn't allow Mythos to see me, but I took the opportunity to pull Silas aside. Welcome, brother! Come to join the fun! Silas, would you say you're Mythos' best friend? Yes, he is mine. Not like that bastard Caspian. And me, Silas. What am I? You're the boss, Kronos! That's right. I'm the boss. So if I ask you a question, you'll tell me the truth, right? Even if you think Mythos might not want you to. You want me to tell you a secret? I don't know any secrets. Well, you might not know it's a secret, see? Um. All I want you to do is ask Mythos, subtly, if he's ever heard of a man named Kine, an immortal. Kine? Yes. Okay. Hey, Mythos! You know a guy called Kine? Silas never was the smartest of men. Mythos denied all. <laughs> Kyle's shaking his head. I thought that was funny. <laughs> it's a little bit funny. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why does Silas sound like a like, <laughs> like cockney? <laughs> you want to be sweep your chimney? There we go. So then they go back to the base, and fucking Kine is in there, harem. Yeah, he's well, harem son around. of a bitch. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is that to like control STDs? Ay, ay, ay. Not letting like, like why outsiders it's only in. The four of them. No, I think it's just. I know. All right. Go go. This wasn't a serious question. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can immortals get, get STDs? We talked about this before, right? Of course we have. We've talked about like, that a hundred times. Probably not. No, probably mm, not. One herp- more? <laughs> Just, yep. Herpes. Uh, or do immortals have their own STDs? I guess so. In that well, other story. In that other story, they did. Oh, that's right. So anyway... They're now going to take, like, a fucking boat cruise, right, <laughs> and visit the Pain Eater. And so they all, like, so, so Caspian's so the one that wants to go. Cronus wants to go because he wants to keep tabs on shit. Mythos is going why? I'm trying to remember. Same reason? Who knows? And oh, then good. Silas is coming along just to be with Mythos. Yeah. So they're all on also, this boat. So, side note. Before this, when Kronos goes and visits him in the harem, like, Kine is just, like, taunting him. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, I'm in charge <laughs> right. now. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> 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 because, like, so it should be noted that this guy, Kine, had a message for Mythos 
that when Mythos comes back, Cronus is like, no, you have to tell me the message. And that does not happen. He does manage to deliver whatever this message is to Mythos alone. Yes. Out of all this comes, we're taking a boat trip. Right. So they've got like all these like barrels of olive oil on the boat. And I guess it's like a tiny boat. They're all like above deck, right? Hanging out. Hanging out. So can I just ask a question? Sure. Did you all think the same thing I thought about when they described this boat? The first thought I had was, how do they all poop? (laughs) Do they poop, like, off the side? I'm sure they poop in a bucket and then throw it off the side. I imagine they all pooped off the side. side. They just sat on the side and Mm -hmm. let it rip. That's how I choose to... (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's like a very high risk that you fall in the ocean... On top of your shit. You have a buddy. On top of your shit. You have a buddy that that holds holds you you as you do do off the side (laughs) of the ship. Wow. (laughs) Interesting. Wow. Uh, You didn't come up with a very good system for this for as long as you thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I mostly just liked imagining their little butts (laughs) over the side of the boat. Do two people have to hold Silas while he shits? Yeah. Like, the whole ship has to hold him because of his girth. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great question. Write us at Highlander. We watched <laughs> How do you think All they All mariners, how, tell us how ancient Sumerian peoples pooped over the side of ships. Yeah, I'd actually be interested to hear that. That's a legitimate thing. I would be interested <sighs> sure. to hear how Great. ancient peoples <laughs> doo-dooed Very on good. boats. Also, uh, I do want to note that uh, Silas does say he can't swim. Like, he's, like, right. scared of the water. At some point, he must have learned, I guess, because he does, like, swim around that river. Oh, Matt right. Gets, uh, yeah. Goes down there, right? Hmm. So, how about that? Huh. Huh. How about that? How about that? <laughs> okay. So, Kronos also drops the It's a Kind of Magic again. line. Yeah. Again. again. About what? I don't know. Some dumb I, shit. I have, a, like, a question, like, a larger question about, like, these sort of, like, Easter eggs that are in movies like this, or, like, things like this, that are just references to, like, oh, remember, like, in the original? Like, what do we, do you guys like that when no, a movie does it? I, I, like, basically never like it. Rips it feels really, straight out of it. it's so cheesy. Yeah, I don't like it either. Also, they said it once already. We don't need yeah. it twice. In one episode, they said it twice. Yeah. Not good. <sighs> Not good. All right, so Kine gives this speech. I think we should let's play this speech. So because this is this is the uh, the turning point of the whole episode here, right? <sighs> there was nothing we could do except hold on and weather it. But as the storm reached its height and we were tossed about the boat like flotsam, Kine made his move. We're two days out. That's halfway. We're at the heart of a storm, as far from land in any direction as we can possibly be. Now, this would be the worst moment for one of you to take my head. Not forgetting, of course, the lamp oil in the stern. What? Oh, didn't I mention that? Oh, yes, not olive oil, lamp oil. The merest hint of a spark and boom. Better hope we don't get hit by lightning, huh? Anyway. I think it's time to realize my potential. As he spoke, he rose to his feet, inched his way to the mast and began to climb, the wind and rain lashing at him. I I tried to grab him, but a huge wave nearly swept me over the side. Mythos was hanging off the edge anyway, his face green, and Silas and Caspian didn't move to intervene. (laughs) The four horsemen are finished! You were so easy to manipulate. (laughs) So many secrets you've kept from each other. (laughs) My orders were simple. 
to bring you here to the middle of the sea and eliminate you. But I had a little fun first, <laughs> playing you off against each other. So easy! So much suspicion and distrust. If this is brotherhood, you can keep it. Kronos, did Caspian ever tell you about Kemptal? Tell you why he hunts for the pain eater? No? And did Mythos ever tell you about where he ran off to all those times he crept away, eh? <laughs> about his lovers, his studies, his quest to become a man of peace and learning. <laughs> who, who can leave you behind and fend for himself? <laughs> I've been among you for three days, that's all. And look what I've achieved. He reached the mast's crossbar pulled a rope from the rigging and began fashioning it into a noose. I suddenly saw what he was going to do and staggered to my feet, fighting my way across the deck. But I was too slow, the peaks and troughs of the waves too extreme. I tried to slow him down. Orders? From whom? You'll never know, Kronos, but if you survive this, others will follow me. Our brotherhood is strong and yours is over. No! You promised me! I lied! <laughs> he leapt into space, the noose tight around his throat. For a moment he hung there as the boat plummeted into the trough of a gigantic wave and fell away beneath him. The rope actually pulled him down with us. Then, as we hit bottom, he snapped downwards at tremendous speed and the noose ripped his head from his shoulders. I saw the helmsman and Mythos disappear over the side as Kain's body floated in mid-air above the deck, the glow of quickening engulfing it. The first spark arced from his neck and hit Silas, who went rigid with ecstasy. Caspian muttered something to himself. I couldn't make it out. He died in the light, and we honor his glory. Then a streak of quickening hit him too, and he arched his back. I knew I had only an instant to make up my mind, so I followed Mythos' example and threw myself over the side into the broiling waves. As my head broke the surface, I saw the boat, already some distance away. Alive with blue fire, the figures of Silas and Caspian crackled with energy. Then a beam struck the barrels at the rear of the boat and... Wow. So, so, so much to unpack. So, what are they? Okay. Wow. So it's a storm, and yeah. he's screaming, like, what his plan was. Like, how can they hear him? <laughs> that is your wow. first comment. Yeah. <laughs> about this? It's just too Who noisy out too there. It's too noisy to hear him. Well, they wouldn't be able to hear him, <laughs> like, over the fucking it's storm. It's pronounced harem. They wouldn't be able to harem. <laughs> but also, like, he's saying how, like, he all betrayed them and it was so easy. And they're all just sitting there, like, <laughs> listening to him. He, like, goes on for, like, three it's minutes. Crazy. It's like, just fucking, like, throw him overboard or something. Yeah, done. And also, like, oh, it was lamp oil. Like, wouldn't you be able to smell that? I don't probably. know. Probably. I guess, yeah, probably. But uh, there's so much more to this. So, like, the plan. This was this this guy's plan went off without a hitch, and the plan involved him somehow committing suicide with a noose. First off, that's probably not going to rip your head off. Unless, like, how tall was the mast of this ship in, like, this ancient... The, like, they described the ship as being pretty small. Right. Yeah, so, like... 
Is it just because of the storm? How did he know a storm would happen? What if the I don't think he does know. I think it's the like that he wants to trigger. It's a just a lucky. I mean, why not just like light one of the th- like? Why go through all this? Why not light one? Why of Why announce your why plan? Why not kill one of them? Why not? Oh right, do anything other than commit suicide <laughs> after giving this insane speech? Yes, and also it's like it was easy. I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. It's like what he was doing was fucking working. Apparently, for some reason, it was working. And how do they poop on the boat? <laughs> yeah. Also, That's the biggest problem. Also, yeah. Caspian and Silas get, get one quickening, get quickening together. Yeah, and it's That's like, fucked huh? up. two dudes Why? one quickening. Yeah, um, <laughs> but also that's like contradicted. We'll see in Silas's story because there's kind of a uh, a uh, quickening that happens then, and right. it's like, why didn't two people get that quickening? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then he even says like, if you survive, it's like you know it won't kill them. You're not taking their heads. Or, like, right. it was the idea that, like, is this positing that exploding does kill immortals? Blech. I don't know. Like, it blows your head off? Is that the idea? I, I don't mean, know. It's not going to be that big of an explosion. I don't know. I went Caspian screaming, no! Yeah. You, <laughs> you promised me. Uh, I lied. That's so <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, this is bad. And it's also it crazy because Kine is voiced by the same person as Diligen. Well, all right. So let's jump into the next track because we get more explanation for all of this, including why he sounds like that, right? God damn it. Kronos, I guess, walks, wakes up. He's like on the shore all tied up. And Dilijan is there. And it turns out that this was like Dilijan's like entire... This was his scheme to get right. revenge. He wants to destroy his brotherhood. But not kill him. He's got him. He's at his mercy. He could kill Kronos right now. Right. Yeah. And so, like you said, Kyle, like that kind sounds like Dilijan. And then there's this line drop. It like, is an odd side effect. An odd side effect. And you're left to be like, wait, what? Of what? Why? Huh? <laughs> and it's very, this is very confusing. Yeah. And I'm still, I, I'm still not quite sure what the answer to this question <laughs> no, is. Because it's stupid. Big finish. Thank you. Why? Well, it's because they couldn't get another actor, right? Is yeah. that like yes. it's a budgetary thing? Sure. So they had one guy, and oh, I could have been like, hey, "I'm kind. Yeah, I won right. all the time." <laughs> so nobody in this ever takes revenge properly. They always have a long-lasting plot. Yeah. So we do find out. I mean, we have found out in this, and I don't know if we made this explicitly clear that they do find. Dilijan eventually. The horsemen find Dilijan eventually. Right. And they kill his family and destroy everything, kill his tribe, and they do not kill him. No. And they're and like, we're like, gonna keep doing this. We're gonna keep we're gonna find you every 50 years and do this, which just sounds exhausting. And again, this is for the sin of not telling Kronos <laughs> what the <laughs> Right. Like after a week. <laughs> yeah. So the penalty for that is we're gonna kill your whole family and salt the land with earth. Or salt. Salt your earth with salt? God damn it. You know what I mean. <laughs> salt the earth. Right. Uh, but they do not kill him. So now, because he was allowed to live, Diligen enacts this stupid plan. And he's like, well, I'm not going to kill you now. Spoiler alert. The, like, the framework of all four of these stories is some sort of revenge, right? Yes. And so we find out here that Diligen's form of revenge, this was not him taking revenge on all four horsemen. This was his revenge for Kronos. And his form of revenge is, you love nothing more than your brothers, so I took your brothers away. And it's like, that that's the revenge? Like, what a weird way to take revenge. And then he's like, and I'll let you form a brotherhood again, and then I'll destroy them. 
he also, in like the same breath, is like, oh, I decided to be more proactive and like I wanted to break up your brotherhood. It's like and protect the innocent. It's like this is so gross. Like he's letting Kronos reform a like terrorist cell and yeah, and and then then I don't know. Also, also, <laughs> Kronos, the one who set all this in action, by a large measure, gets the mildest punishment of yes. all the horsemen. A hundred percent. The one yeah. most responsible for his suffering gets like a, a comparative slap on the wrist. Also, Diligent has like all these agents and like seemingly unlimited fucking resources. Right. Marvel's agents of Diligent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also it's dropped here. Like, I guess in the, the series, like doesn't Kronos mention something about like, oh, like none of my other brotherhoods were like very good compared to like the OG one. Yeah. And he says here that like every time I did form a new group, someone would like whisper in their ear and they would like turn against me. Yeah, and, it's like, and okay. I guess we're supposed to think that's diligent. Again, like great, great revenge. Like, yeah, you're literally revenge. these people murder. Like, that's their whole deal. Is they're just like a murderous band of brothers, and he's okay with that. Like, ugh, yeah. fuck you, diligent. Oh man, all my murder gangs get broken up. What oh. good revenge? Fuck you. He also is like, oh, by the way, the Watchers don't know who diligent is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. So the way this kind of like wraps up is Kronos gases the Watcher. He's, he's going to gas the Watcher, but also yeah. he says like in looking at the Chronicles, I guess there's no mention of Dillajan, but he found a record of Mythos, Mythos. and he's like, oh, is this the face Mythos Chronicle that? What's his face for it? That's the only thing I could think of because it's like, wait a minute, like you found a record of Mythos being alive. It's like, no, I I thought they didn't know if he was really alive or where he was. So like. I don't know. So my guess is it's maybe the fake mythos, which is also like, I mean, this is all very like convoluted. Like you have to do a lot of like jumping through hoops to get to this. Cause honestly, like fans did that too. It's like, Oh, how did Kronos find mythos? Like a big fan right. theory is that he actually was tracking fake mythos. And that's why all those immortals died, which uh, I think, is, which I, actually, I like that, which I think is yeah. super clever. Uh, and I yeah, don't think the good. writers intended that because I think if they did, they'd probably like sprinkle that in there. Cause it's mm. neat, but it's a good way to think about it. So that's my only guess is that he found fake mythos in the Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And then chased him that way. Yeah. So this now now is positing that this effectively sets the action of comes a horseman into, into play. Yeah. Because like he didn't know Mythos was alive, but he somehow gets a clue to go find him, right. and then he then dispatches this watcher by testing the plague that he meant. Right. Now, and that's not like specifically mentioned. I mean. Right, if you have to know that. Right, you have to kind of know the episode. And I actually yeah. think that was kind of that's kind of cool. It's like, oh, like yeah, what is this? Cool. Like, oh, he is in the sub base. Like, and this this is his like first test run of this virus or whatever. Yeah. I think that's kind of neat. What uh, if Kronos was like, <laughs> I'm going to try this new gas on you, and he just farts in the watcher's <laughs> face? Yeah, that's actually what happened. Breathe deep, watcher man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a convoluted mess. I kind of like the audio at the end, like because you're hearing Cronus from the Watchers. Uh, although it took me a second to realize what was like, going burr, on, burr, 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 I was like, "Is he making a radio announcement?" But it's that the the tube has closed. I guess so his voice is all muffled. So, right? Yeah, he's in. I, I, yeah, yeah, he's in like another room and like I don't know, like saw talking to him through like a audio thing or something. Right. Yes. Saw talk. <laughs> saw talk. Saw talk. Saw talk. Uh, and then Jigsaw. The what a guy. Track, is uh, the outro music, and then we should say every single one of these has the bonus music, music track. What do you guys track. think of that? I like it. Weirdly, in the first season, they only did one of those, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They do it every time in this. It's like they're like eight to ten minutes long. It's like you could have told ten more minutes of story. They didn't have ten more minutes. <laughs> yeah. This is filler. 
I like exactly. it. I like it. had 40 minutes of story. <laughs> I like it as a, like an Easter egg type thing. But this isn't music you want to listen to. <laughs> it I have no music... desire to hear this out of context. I, I don't have no either. desire to hear it in context. A lot of... <laughs> whoop, whoop, little French like, horn. Little I like egg. some of it, though. I like some of the orchestrations. And some of it's okay. Yeah. It's not bad. I, I, would think, never, I, I would never listen to it. No, but... I think it serves the story well. Like it's, yeah. I think this series has much better music than the first one. And it supports Less weird like techno, yeah, weird techno <laughs> shit. Uh, and it supports the story pretty well. But like, I, I don't need to listen to this. Uh, no, no. And I'm sure nobody ever has. No, right? Skip. Literally, no one. No, or ever will. Mm. If I have my way. Well, if I have my way, we're about to play a game. Ooh. Ooh. All right, guys, we are about to play another trivia game. Oh. Hey, but. Big wrinkle this time. Eamon, you have a point. Oh, I have a point. You have a point already from winning the catalog yeah, game. For the first Ooh. time in this episode, Eamon has a point. <laughs> That's, That's a point. right. Um, so I'm going to read kidding, a Eamon. trivia you question. When you know it, of... uh, shout it out. Although, say your name first. Okay. That way we know who says the answer first. There will be no confusion. No confusion. No confusion. Are we ready? There are nine questions. Nine. Nine. Kyle. Did I do it right? Nope. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You want to rehearse again? I'll Keith. take that point away. Don't Keith. think I won't. Diligent. I'll do it. Oh, it is diligent. diligent. <laughs> All right. One. This 2008 Adam McKay comedy stars Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Eamon. Eamon. Brothers. Stepbrothers. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Kyle. Kyle. Stepbrothers. Fucky, fucky, up fucky. already. <laughs> God damn it. Really put that bonus point to use. That mm-hmm. boner. Question two. Known individually as Zeppo, Groucho, Harpo, Chico, Kyle. and Gummo. Yes, Kyle. They are the Marx Brothers. That is correct. Uh, Actually, that wasn't the I was going to ask what their mother's name was. Um, <laughs> no, it is the Mothers uh, the, Mar- the mothers Brothers. The, <laughs> mother's, the brothers. Brothers. mother's Brothers. Like the Smothers Brothers. Is that more that incest porn? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, bonus brothers. question. Which two Queen albums are named after Marx Brothers movies? Uh, Kyle. Yes. A Night at the Opera and A Day at the Races? Correct. <sighs> <laughs> Question the third. This company's MFCL2700DW has wireless networking, fax copying, and optical scan resolution of 600 by 2400. What the fuck? <laughs> Say it again. Sure. Uh, this company's <laughs> MFCL2700DW has wireless networking, fax copying, and optical scan resolution of 600 by 2400. I don't know. Amen. Yes. Black and Decker. No. No? No. All right. This, no one gets the point here. That's uh, the brother brother printing. Oh. That's a... The bit, brother that's, printing. Yeah, brother, brother, brother printing. Brother. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> You've never heard of brother printers? No. no. I'll show you mine. It's in the back. Oh. oh fair enough. <laughs> it's in the back. It's in the back, baby. Question four. I guess that one didn't land. I thought that was funny. Like my uh, anal beads. <laughs> sure. <laughs> They're in the back. <laughs> They're in the back. And they have an uh, optical resolution of 600. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Starting out as... Uh, re- uh, question four. Starting out repairing bicycles, these two eventually made history Kyle. in Kitty Hawk. Kyle. The Wright Brothers. That is correct. Ugh. This point has like fucking destroyed me. I'm so sorry. And also, I mean, no offense. There's like literally like I've half given you the answers to most of these. All right. <laughs> yeah. Number five. This spacey 1984 John Sayles film stars Terminator 2 actor Joe Morton. And the Boston Herald proclaimed it as, quote, E.T. rides the Underground Railroad, end quote. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this spacey 1984 John Sayles film stars Terminator 2 actor Joe Morton, and the Boston Herald proclaimed this film as E.T. Rides the Underground Railroad. Amen. Amen. 
What is Mackin' Me? No, no. it is not Mackin' Me. <laughs> yeah, those famous brothers in Mackin' Me. <laughs> Kyle, can you pull it out? Star Brothers? No. Oh, I just made that up. What is uh, Brother from Another Planet. Oh, oh don't know damn that one. it. Oh, great movie. Also, weird bit of trivia. Uh, John Sayles uh, penned an early draft of E.T. called Night Skies. Ooh. All right, question the six. This band on a mission from God featured the talent Kyle. of Tom Scott. Kyle. The Blues Brothers. That is correct. God. <laughs> Sorry, Amen. <laughs> question the seventh. These two comic geniuses have directed films in which a man jerks off into his own hair, and Hugh Amen. Jackman has a ball sack on his chin. Amen. The Farrelly brothers. That is correct. Uh, it just took it's jerking really off to You, you get didn't me. know the Wright brothers <laughs> or the John Sayles critically acclaimed classic, but you knew the Farrelly brothers movie. Good mm-hmm. for you. Good. Very nice. Did anyone see that movie, 42? No. no. Like, they tricked everybody into that movie. Like, it's awful. Anyway, <sighs> question eight. There's more? There's two more. Eamon, you have no chance of coming back now. Nope. Uh, some say this season one episode of Highlander was a true turning Kyle. point. Uh, yes, Kyle. Band of Brothers. Ugh. And finally, uh, this film studio's iconic water tower was also Eamon. the home to... Eamon. Water Brothers. Yes! <laughs> Great. And is the home to Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. God damn it. So you knew the one about jerking off into your own hair and mm-hmm. the one about uh, the three Australian uh, like dogs that live in a water tower. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're Australian? Aren't they? Good day, mate. Yeah. yeah they don't talk that way. He, the one does. Wacko? Yeah, Wacko. He's, like, he's a beetle. No. Wait, what? A beetle? What do you mean a beetle? He talks like one of the beetles. Oh, I thought he was he like Australian. Of, he's definitely not Australian. What kind of animals are the Hanamianx? They're not just sure. like weird little dog I thought, creatures. <laughs> I thought they were like, a, we, I don't know. They're not That's a specific what? animal. Write us in, everybody. No. <laughs> yeah, write us in. Yeah. What kind of animals are the are, Animaniacs? I don't know. I thought they were like some sort of Wombats weird, or something? Yeah like, a, yeah, like a weird... I don't think... Th- they're like Bosco. 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 I actually think that's a joke that nobody knows what they are, and they call them like dog children. Oh, huh? How about that? <laughs> they have red noses. That's what I call most children. Mm. Well, Kyle, you won seven, I believe, to three. And wow, out of those three points, one was a, 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 a gimme. A gimme. <laughs> but you both did great. Yeah, we sorry, both did great. I'm yeah. Sorry. Thanks. I don't know. You love to see it, folks. That's brother trivia for you. Brother trivia. All right, before we give our review, I have another little musical segment. Uh, Now, you may remember from uh, our coverage of the uh, two episodes of The Four Horsemen Story in Season 5 that the man who plays Caspian is in a 90s metal band called, Eamon? Melt, or M-E-L-T. Which stands for Mother Earth Love Truth. (sighs) What? (laughs) Well... Mother Earth Love Truth? That's right. Well, Not Love's Truth. No, Love, love, truth. love truth. Mother Earth Love Truth. Mother Earth Love Truth. I already hate it. <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway, uh, dear listener, sent us this album. Thank you very much, Jill S. Uh, so oh. we now are in possession of their self-titled debuted album. And uh, it's 13 tracks. So I thought I might play like a little bit of it. And we could be like, huh. What's this like? I have, by the way, I have not listened to a second of this. Ooh. Oh, so, so I'm this coming is a live reveal. Yes, so let's start off with the uh, title track, Melt. Ooh. So Melt on the album Melt has a song named Melt. Right. Melt. <laughs> yeah, Melt by the band Melt <laughs> on the album Melt. Off to a bad start. <laughs> Cover me 
little bit? Yes, please. Get to the chorus? No. Good. Oh, here we go, guys. Picking it up. What do you think of this? I love it. I love it. Get my sunglasses out. Oh, and then it gets boring again. This is not good. All right, next track. He almost sounds like a, a Eddie Vedder. Yeah, yeah, right? That's exactly. Yeah. He's trying to be an author. This is called Stillwater. Ooh. Double bass. Double bass. Is that a drum machine or an actual drum? I, I think it's an actual drum. By the way, I'll hold up the, uh, the album art here. What's <laughs> like a weird clay devil man? This is absolutely this is, trying to be Pearl Jam. This is and it's fucking awful. Yeah. All right, one more. This one's called Snowflakes. Ooh. Oh, Snowflakes. <laughs> I hope he's not a snowflake if he hears us bragging on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I kind of like this one. I can't break through. He sounds like Kermit. I think we've all had enough. So that's uh, that's the melt minute it for seems, this episode. Yeah, it seems like he can't keep up like that. What's it called? Yarling that like <laughs> yeah. thing when he get, his voice goes higher and all of a sudden he like adopts this like Kermit as an opera singer sounding. He's like, <laughs> he also seems to uh, not keep up keeping in tune. Yo, well, <laughs> like, there's that little pitchy dog. Wow. What if Kermit was at the opera in uh, Highlander two? What if? What if? <laughs> what if? What indeed? What if? Uh, mm. Hopefully they'll make an audio series about that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about it. Episode mm. one. Big finish. Brothers. Brothers. What do we think? Uh, do I go first? You surely oh, you sure do. do. Yeah. So you but lost that's weird. the game. So but what, you is, still... <laughs> what does Kyle get? Nothing. Well, points? Oh. He just gets Nothing. Points. I won the game. That's its own reward. Mm. Yeah, right. I get a smug sense of superiority. <laughs> this is better than any of the Adrian Paul ones. Correct. Just in terms of like the acting and the writing and blah blah blah, but this is like confusing as shit. <laughs> it's an interesting idea, which yeah, I'll, I'll I'll hold my overall thoughts sure. for like the end. I like exploring the four horsemen, but they are tricky protagonists. They are. Uh, I mean, I do like the effort that these four stories are connected. And I was actually waiting for that in the original, like the in season one. I was like, oh, it's like any of that, like that virus stuff or those experiments going to be related to like another character. Like none of that happened. Uh, so I do appreciate that this is all a big story. So that's cool. But it's like kind of convoluted and weird. 
It's yeah, it all so convoluted. It's super confusing. I don't. I feel like I didn't start piecing it together until like the third one. Yeah, it's tricky. Which isn't a great like. That's no, bad experience. That's, no, no, it's not good. And also, the Forestmen are bad protagonists in general because you're never rooting for them. You should not be rooting for them. No, not to get too far ahead of it. Some of the stories of the backstories of these people find a way to make them somewhat sympathetic. Correct. This is not one of those. I think it, w- it weirdly wanted to, don't you think? I mean, like, I think there's some hints at the beginning that, like, oh, like, I didn't seek a fight. Like, I, I don't know. That Cronus was a normal dude right. until, like, erotically killing people, <laughs> like, gave him a boner. And don't then kink he- shame him, man. <laughs> don't kill his snuff porn <laughs> fantasies. So, like, Cronus is not humanized by this. No. He's just a bad guy. who like himself a joker, his- if you will. Yeah. Who himself, yeah, yeah, he's kind of has a jokery kind of figure who himself comes up with an absurd revenge plan. Right. Which leads to another absurd Reven- counter revenge plan, which is, as we'll come to find out, looms large in all four of these. Right. Yeah. So. And it's just complicated AF, to use the parlance of our times. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other problem with having the, the horsemen be your villains is then for there to be a villain. That person has to be even more evil (laughs) than the most evil people in Highlander. Right. This never becomes like a celebration of grayness or anything like that. No. It's just like, here are evil people, and now we will have another more evil person that they're in conflict with. Well, and they essentially, they by virtue of the way this story is told, that like it takes place in the past and the present, like that this villain exists over a long period of time. Because of that, he does need to be worse than the horseman. Like, if, for instance, the only villain in this story was just those raiders, like the leader of that raider camp or whatever, Mm. it's like, oh, like, he's just a bad dude. But he doesn't need to be, like, on some, like, earth-destroying quest like the horsemen are. You know what I mean? Like, he can just be a regular bad guy, not like... They don't have to keep upping the ante on these villains. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Also, I don't buy the, like, the turn of Kronos. Like... I don't think they do enough to show that he's like a normal dude early on. Like I'm, I'm getting mixed messages and his turn to being evil. If that's what that is, is like, that's the thing that did it. Like, come it's on. It's just like, Oh, killing is cool. Yeah. It's not like he like wants revenge and it goes too far. It's literally that the person killing him, he thought it was so neat that he wanted to become a killer. Right. I mean, cool it, kill dude. That's did, like his turn. Do you think yeah. any of that's intentional to be like, well, Cronus is the real bad guy, and he got three people to do bad things for no. you know? Okay, just I'm just yeah. wondering, like, if there was any intention to like, yeah, I don't, I don't place know. the blame more on him. I don't I think don't so. It's weird, it's and they definitely fridge that family uh, for weird reasons. And then FTF, again, baby, trepanation, drilling holes in people's skulls, introduced here becomes the plot point. <laughs> Of this entire audio. Not just, we Mm -hmm. haven't even gotten to how it works because, like, we we don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, not only is just the, 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 the facially, like, just that, like, oh, yeah, we're drilling holes in heads, but, like, how that plays out is also crazy. Yep. Wow. So, buckle the fuck up because this is going to be a wild ride. What Mm -hmm. are some good things to say about this? What do we like? He's a better, a better actor and narrator. Mm hmm. I won't, I won't say better actor, although I think he probably is. But like, Certainly a better voice actor. Yeah, yeah Valentin Pelka actor. is better at doing this than Adrian Paul was. And, and, he, and, and he's does got a, a better good script. Job. Yeah, and he has a better These script. These are vastly better. To be th- clear, this is a bad script, though. Yes. This is not good. I think the writing is okay. 
Like, I think the way people talk is okay. Like, I think the way they describe stuff, like, I like that it's like a book and it's a narration, but it is confusing. Like, uh-oh, Kyle's about to find a quote to demonstrate how shitty he is. <laughs> he savored my death like a fine wine <laughs> okay, okay. or a wanton woman. Uh, there's yeah, there, there, all right, all right. Wait, yeah. does it say wanton or wanton? wanton. <laughs> That's a wanton woman. I actually read that. He says, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's actually like a crab rangoon woman." Oh, <laughs> I love it. So I love a rangoon. So <laughs> it is possible that the writing in this is better than the original, like the sentence by sentence writing. Yeah, that is probably true. It is not. I mean, no one says like I saw peripherally or whatever. Like, I mean, like, yeah. peripherally. <laughs> it's like insane. <laughs> but the writing is still bonkers. Like, it's yeah. still. I don't think it's good. Oh, it's this is better. a crazy story. Again, if someone presented me with this story to be like, "This is what we'd like to do," I would. Nope. I would immediately <laughs> say, "Nope." Try again. Do something better. Yeah. <sighs> Anything wow. else to say about this thing? Should we rate it? I, I think we'll say more and more as we go along. Like this yeah. one is such a starting point and is a confusing story. Uh, so we're we're gonna get more details. Yeah, this is like the this. first episode of a series or yeah. something. Like, how can you really rate it without taking the whole? That's true. Mm, taking the whole. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Title of my sex tape: <laughs> Darkness Forty Nine. <laughs> taking the whole. Dillajan, we're like Drillajan. Oh, damn, that's good. <laughs> Drillajan. Drillajan. <laughs> he's drilling all the time. Because he's drilling sex. holes in the heads. That's Do you right. think he ever fucked one? <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, a thousand percent, <laughs> yes, he does. He's like, I'm just going to try this, just this one. It's for science. <laughs> Your true potential. Mm. Mm. He'll unleash his Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> Eamon, how many Watchermans would you give this? Two Watchermen. Uh, this is perfectly adequate. I won't say it's... The other ones are so much worse, Like, but I couldn't give this a three. Sure. Not even at gunpoint. <laughs> wow. Wow. What All about right. a drill point? Yeah. Drill point, absolutely. Okay, yeah. cool. You'd have no choice. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, how many self-decapitated Diligans would you give this? It's not kind. Oh, whatever. Kind. Whatever the fuck. Is <laughs> whatever. <that>? Whatever. <laughs> so I will also give this two, just in so it can stand in contrast to our ratings from the first one. <laughs> I'm going to try to keep them on the same rating scale. That makes sense. I will uh, respectfully dissent from the opinion that this is perfectly adequate. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. I, this didn't feel like a good use of time to me. <laughs> I wasn't like convulsing listening to this, though. Like the no. One. I wasn't right. screaming you know I mean? like, at my computer, but in some ways that made it a little less entertaining, perhaps. I, I will say this. I am going to, and in fact already did to some extent, forget this in a way that I think I will remember the first season more. Oh. And in fact, even just, especially because there was a little bit of a delay because of my illness and the, when this mm-hmm. recording happened, we were not remembering very clearly this because it is not memorable right it just isn't whereas i bet right now we could go fairly blow through blow through a lot of those first season ones i remember kirk and rising like so well yeah because they're fucking bananas (laughs) and we will remember it in some ways i will say these are probably more competently made but they may be less entertaining and they may be less memorable they're also the same thing four times (sighs) yes which we will yeah get into so I again, I'm giving this to just to ex- express its competence. But Keith, how many trepanation drills will you give this? I'm going two, baby. Two, baby. Just across the board. I agree with everything you guys said. Uh, it's just confusing. Uh, and also, I think a reason maybe it's not as memorable is like they tried to make this four episode like a story over four episodes and get co- it's complicated. Like there's a lot of ins and outs. There's a lot of editing, especially in this one where I'm not sure who's talking and like it. It makes it hard to just kind of. 
grab grab onto anything like a thread like how do i follow this through like in a line that's tricky i don't know so it isn't very memorable at all for that reason um i think valentine pelka does a great job like i think he's a great performer he's working yeah uh i'd be happy to ha- i mean i can only imagine how bad this would be with a worse actor like uh and also even the the guy toby longworth as Diligent. like i think he does a really good job like yeah i uh, agree He's got a really dynamic voice. He's, I don't know. This this has got such better production value than the first one. Uh, so big props for that. Uh, at least I would say on the positive end, I was intrigued to listen to more. I was like, this wasn't great, but I'm really curious to where this is going. Whereas the original one, I was just like, oh my God, the like more, nowhere. more of this fucking shit. So there we go. I don't know. Interesting. What wow. did you think at home if you've heard this before? What did you think of these clips that we played? Does yeah. this make you want to hear it? What kind of story would you want to hear from the Four Horsemen? Like, are you, uh, do you want a Four Horsemen origin? Is that something? I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's interesting territory, but tell us what you think. Stay tuned next week uh, for episode two, All the King's Horses. And we rate, be- review, and subscribe to our podcast. Mm. And tiptoe on over to the Patreon if you want to join the club. That's right. And go over to our Facebook page and to Highlander Rewatch Discuss. Yeah. Have a discussion about it. Have a discussion about this discussion. Yeah. Discuss or discuss. That's right. <laughs> uh, we've been your Rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Bye. Bye. Gazoon height. Gazoon height, bitches.